Hello, and welcome to the 12th ever episode of Avoidance Issues. I'm your host, Adam Grabowski. Did I say Grabowski? It's Grabowski with a G, a big old G up front. Adam Grabowski, Grabowski. Grabowski? Why is it taking me this long to figure out how to say my name? Grabowski. I think in Polish it's Grabowska, so, but it's not spelled that way, so we go phonetical. We go phonetical with that baby... I am recording today before looking at my phone. I know what time it is. I covered up the rest of my phone, but I was able to see the, the, the time. I'm glad that the numbers are so big for the time. Up top, uh, time, which is just a concept, but we all agreed with it, so here we are. Uh, and I, I didn't look at my phone yet, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I just got to get up. I was flushed with anxiety when I woke up, and I was like, nope. I got to swing the curtains open. So I have sunlight. I'm like, okay, all right. The world is, seems okay right now. It's sunny. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm just going straight outside and I'm getting sunlight. I need to tan. I need to get some color on me. Let me, let me do this. And then I open the door and a gust of wind hit me and it's like 49, 51 degrees outside. So I'm in here recording. Hello. Hi. How are you? Time is a concept. But we all agree to it. I think I value it so much because we all say it matters. I am extremely influenced by what people think matters because people matter to me and then what they matter about then matters because I care about my involvement with people. But it's fun every once in a while to just take a look at how we interact daily and the just just how normal it is that we are all talking to a device or looking at a device or that the device is held up above our faces or very close to our chest both hands gripping it cradled in our grasp i don't know what else to do uh i uh, i mean that's where a lot of things stem from now if i want certain products or food, I can stare at my little my little electronic friend and press things, and it appears. It appears at my door. So I get it. It's a magic box, and that's why we're all we we all need people. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to connect to individuals. I don't know if I should get on the the road of scamming people. You know, like really, really get into the the psychological marketing of apps. That seems good, right? Uh, and it's 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 bad because we can't consume everything, but I also want to support people and their businesses and stuff. I think uh, we're still in lockdown in Illinois, and I think one of the things that's probably been good is that we aren't all buying so much clothing. Like, we just don't need it. We don't need the sheer amount of clothes that we get. I, I don't know when it why it became so standard for everybody to have to have like to wear an outfit only once and that's it. Um, I have I had a friend in Los Angeles whose closet did not just stay in the closet. It was a it was a two paneled double closet and then the external closet was what took over the entire living room kitchen. Just so much, so much, and so many shoes. And it's like I I, I don't know. I was able to organize the shoes in like a gradient 
So it looked like it looked, you know, it looked kind of like a rainbow. But it's like, okay, if you have that many pairs of black heels, what what are we doing? So I, I think it's good. People probably didn't buy new clothes. People didn't go to stores and and impulse shop as much. I'm not saying that I want the people that work at those stores to not have a job or income, but I don't know. The the idea of pure consumerism is unsustainable because it will use and use and use until we use up the planet, which I which is which is kind of already happening. All right. Now I feel weird about recycling because I don't really even know what happens to our recycling. I always I always try to make sure wherever I am that I save my recycling. Every time I travel or tour, I try not to buy as many bottles of stuff and I try to refill my bottles and food and used bags that I already have. But now, I guess America used to ship a lot of its recycling overseas and now they're like, nah, we don't want your recycling. We have our own. We're going to worry about our environment. So I don't even know what we do with it. Toss it in the ocean, send it to the ocean barge. That's cool. I'm sorry. I'm, I I need to be more optimistic. Hi, everything. We're look. You're you're listening. I'm existing. That's good enough, right? Right. When was that good? I don't. I'm not saying that it was better to be blissfully ignorant, but it was probably better to be blissfully ignorant. I I ooh. This one really bothered me. Uh, I used to substitute teach when I when I first graduated college, and I really like working with uh, students and kids, and I was subbing at a middle school, the middle school I went to when I was young, and they had every bit of recycling separated. You know, they had they had it separated by number. They were teaching everyone to separate, you know, plastic from uh, aluminum, from paper, from everything else, right? And then I watched at like late in the day when everyone had gone home and it looked like they only recycled the cardboard and then the rest of the recycling got tossed in the dumpster out back. I'm like, you, uh, like I know we created projects for the point of creating the project when we were young, you know, that was the point of it. It wasn't that we needed to hold on to it forever. Although my mother has held on to, <laughs> assignments from every grade no matter what even if it's today she still wants to keep an assignment or or a thing that shows I I did it which is maybe why I think my voice matters so much but we could get into that later and just to just to take their effort and energy and the separation of it and just dump it out back being like yeah that thing we taught you really doesn't matter and I was like ah school you know what you are. <laughs> Here's a thing that you will never use, never need to use, and we're pretty much going to acknowledge it right away. All right. Also, your efforts are futile. Futile efforts. Oy vey, I need to, I need to get outside. Sorry, the coldness hit me. I was like ready for the warmth, and I was ready to, to just be like, I am one with ground and nature. And there are bugs on my yoga mat. And now I'm got a hoodie and a hat on. So oh, the last episode that you listened to of this avoidance issues was a bit off the rails, but I have been told by others 
either professional performers or therapists or friends and family and media to take risks. And I didn't do enough of that over the last 10 years, I think. There were a lot of things I did. A lot of times where I I put myself in situations where I had to then succeed, like agreeing to do a thing or a show or uh, taking on a little bit of a new endeavor in the type of show that I would do. But in terms of straight up doing like entertainment things that I think might be risky, like I, I wrote and recited a poem at during my last uh, during my last say it anyway because I I was challenged by my guest to do that, and you know I, I didn't do enough of that. I don't believe allowing myself to look dumb or fail because I was so worried about showing and proving that I am good and a professional. So I kind of got some insight as to why I didn't take like a whole bunch of improv classes while still doing my stand-up career over the last 10 years because I had this idea that like, well, if I go in there and I don't do good, like, am I really a professional? Like if I go in there and I'm not, and, and I don't know what I'm doing or I, I'm not funny, like, am I, can I still say I am? So I kind of hid back from the things that would show, ever show any sort of potential failure or not goodery. And I worried about that impacting, which is true. I mean, you, you I, it wouldn't have changed a lot the more that I think about it, but that's my approach to a lot of social media. Even when I'm like trying to learn the best way to make a video or make something funny, it's, you know, this, well, if it's not already good or if it's not the best, then, then I can't put it out there. So I don't know. I had the desire to, to want to purge and delete. Like I think any and every time Facebook reminds me of a post that I did like six or seven years ago, I just like, I delete it. Cause usually it's something like not that clever or without perspective. And it feels a little good to delete it, but it also feels bad to know that I like might have to like, do you guys worry about that? Does anybody, I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking you like this, but do you worry about like something you said in the moment years ago that your intentions were either to be interesting or funny and then you look back at it and you're like, oh, that's short-sighted or oh, that's dumb. Like, I don't know. That's that's one thing I, I worry about a little bit and I am afraid to check my Twitter. I should just delete it all. Just delete it all. I, I have a someone I know that they, they tweeted something funny. I wanted to put something out on Twitter, so I never really check my timeline and I don't scroll. But I do follow this guy, and he said something funny. And then he said, and I clicked on his profile, and a lot of the insights were very funny. And it was all done in one day. It was a lot of things all in one day. And I was like, oh, man, like, is that how this works? It's a volume game? It's a volume game at this point. It... it you do get better at doing something by doing it daily. That is for sure. You know, I'm doing this podcast daily, okay, for as long as that continues <laughs> until I go, what the hell am I doing and why am I doing it daily? Just so I could have this backlog so I think that I, so I, <laughs> so that I look really good. By the way, in case you're wondering, uh, this is, the, I, I said it's the 12th ever episode of Avoidance Issues. This is actually episode 410, 410. Um, I, I made episode 
the the first one I made it 399 so that I could have the 400th episode show up uh <laughs> the next day and I did I I don't know what that shows up on I when I'm when I'm uploading these files I'm able to select what season it is and what episode so I did season 1 episode 410 that's what this one is so maybe it's to have this backlog or it's to to create the experience and and to learn the skill. So that's what I'm really wondering is like okay, is it to learn the skill or should each individual thing be high quality as I do them and produce them and put them out there or is it because we're trying to foster this parasocial relationship with viewers and listeners? There are some podcasts that like really help me get through the day because I just I end up enjoying life more because they're very funny and then I get excited when certain people I've heard before go on there and it's just interesting to have that sort of personal relationship with somebody that you've never met I was talking about this on my Say It Anyway Sunday interview yesterday but it's weird that I know Matt Damon like I don't know him you don't know him, but you know him. You know what he sounds like. You know what he looks like. You you know you know what he's done for his work, and that's so odd. Our brains have not caught up to the technology that we have. Our instinctual brains and our our innate ways of interacting and working have not caught up to the technology that we're a part of. We can adapt, but it's just there should be no such thing as knowing somebody that isn't in front of you or that isn't talking to you directly. I mean, radio has only been around for over 100 years and video has been around for 60 or 70 or no, more than that, more than that. But film and video, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't know what all these people we've never met in person are. It messes with our psyche, with our understanding of self and the world around us. You know, that's, that's, it just screens. <laughs> I know it sounds like, okay, what is this guy talking about? Why is he still ranting on this? But it's, it's very true. If you really, you got to look at the innate way in which we function as human beings and our evolution has taken millions of years thousands of years to get to where we are today and only in the last hundred or so have we had the processing of I am looking at and listening to a person that is not around me someone I do not know someone I cannot meet and this is and we're re-watching something that happened once you know that's the other thing Sometimes one of my favorite things is to watch an episode of a show or a movie that I saw long ago and it seems familiar and it's fun and it's nice and it's enjoyable, but that shouldn't exist either. You know, <laughs> over over a hundred plus years ago, people didn't rewatch anything. They didn't re-listen to anything. If they did, it was being done again by people. It was being done again. The people were able to draw, or they were able to write 
So you're able to look at a thing that was out there. But if you really liked the play, you had to go see it performed again. And that's so different than what the experience is now. You could try to relive it in your brain or you don't have to save every piece of information because you get to view it again. So I just noticed there's a big race for everyone to create the most effective parasocial relationship and then capitalism steps in and they're like oh hey how many people you got caring about what you say or think or addicted to you or that very much consume what you say or make a lot cool uh i'm gonna give you money so that we can get money from them because i want them to buy this thing is that cool and like that's that's seemingly where we're all at. We're just ads. Ads have changed, but everything's an ad now. Everyone is an ad. There's no way around being an ad. So the nice thing is I don't really have to plug any products or services for now. Not that I'd be opposed to it in the future if it were things that aren't bad. You know, products you regularly use, like, they help your life. It's just... Very interesting. I feel like everything is sales all the time now, no matter what it is. You know, it, nothing can just be doing doing a thing. It's all sales. Who am I talking? What am I talking to? Am I talking to myself? I'm talking to this mesh screen. Okay, that's sane, right? This is normal behavior. I was I was watching a documentary on. Uh, shoot, I got to remember the name of it, but it was on social media and its impact on people. And they were talking about how the trend of taking a photo of yourself has picked up because it used to be you take a photo of things or someone takes a photo of you, but you took a photo of things, of stuff. Like that's what my Instagram was for a long time. I was like, look at this cool hill or look at this awesome scenery or look at this whatever. But then it very much becomes photos of your own face, of a selfie, showing that you are somewhere, showing that you are, that, that like just interacting with the mirror image of yourself a lot. And those sorts of photos get a lot more traction and interaction than anything else because the consumer feels as though we are viewing the people that we are closer with the individual that we can actually be near see or hear them and we are definitely definitely directed internally towards liking people and people we know so i don't know i guess i'll continue on this race to be relevant and i'll interact with my devices hoping that you guys hear me and say, hey, that, that seems like a good guy. I will, I'll consume more of this. And then maybe his living can be interacting with devices in whatever way, or maybe his living can be, can be talking and stuff. And I appreciate you for that. This is, I'm really good at selling to an audience. There's this realization that I, you know, I don't even, I don't want my the people I know and friends and family to have to consume as much as I want my content to be consumed now. And 
you know, but I, I think if it helps people or if they enjoy it, let's go for it because I definitely do watch a lot of stuff. There's a new Rick and Morty episode out yesterday and I watched it three times because there's so many little things that they put in the animation that you miss them every time. So I, I like I, I can't be too upset at this whole thing because I've made my life surrounded by consuming media and content and information and news and all of that. I wonder what it would be like if I did none of it. Maybe we'll take a week experiment where I don't not not like a week W E A K, like ah oh, shitty ass experiment. No, I mean that it's that it's gonna be a week long experiment where I can record this, but that's it. No other sort of phone or email interaction. That would be quite quite interesting. Ooh. When you would just like do the things you were supposed to do or assigned to do, and then that was it. That would be a unique that'd be a unique scenario. We'll think about it, but thank you guys for listening. I appreciate y'all so much, and I will talk to you next time.